When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And still, they're locked together. It might be round 21, but we've got 5th and 11th separated by a game and a half. There's at least seven sides fighting for three final spots. It would appear as though the margins have never been so fine. We jump back in tonight at Marvel Stadium with the Western Bulldogs and Richmond needing to, you guessed it, win to stay in the hunt. The victor will be in the 8th Sunday night. The loser will be almost certainly out. Former Saints star AFL Nation's Nick Del Sando is with us. Morning, Del. Morning, Sammy. How are you? Oh, mate, you'd have to be a genius to know where we go from here. Yeah, so that's a very good way to put it. Um, the ladder predictor is getting <laughs> absolute work out at the moment. And the bit that amuses me when we all do the ladder predictor is we rarely, if ever, tip nine on any particular week throughout the course of our life. But when it comes to the last month and we're trying to work out who plays finals and percentage, we all think we have the answers. And then we get a weekend like we did last week and it absolutely throws it into chaos. So... I think just broadly from a football lover's perspective, we're in a really great situation with a month ago that there is so many scenarios. There's so many mm. teams that are live that have their own destiny in their own hands. And then a handful that'll be hoping for other results throughout the course of the next month. So yep. oh, I'm really excited. I don't know what the answers are, but I'm really excited to see how it plays out. No, some great storylines, isn't there? And the best part is that everyone believes, possibly all the way down to Essendon in 13th, and still mathematically speaking anyway, Gold Coast have to be a shot given they're, uh, they're only, what, uh, a game out of the eight at the moment, and they sit 14th. So before we get into the weekend ahead of us, Dale, some huge talking points this week. I just want to cut right to the chase here. Did you ever get squirreled playing the game? Uh, it's an interesting question you pose. Um, I don't believe I ever got squirrel grips on the football field. I don't think I've ever been squirrel gripped at home either, Sammy. Um, so then it's just a, a flat no from mine. That's been a really interesting one, hasn't it? Like yeah. they even to find out the answer last night and that Took Miller gets a week off on a Thursday, you know, late afternoon, early evening. Like it's been a really intriguing way that they've gone about it. I find it highly unusual. And in some ways, I do agree with Gold Coast's statement. Yes, I think it came through Wayne Campbell that they accept it, but extremely disappointed. Just, just think with our game and the amount of money that goes into it, the amount of resources we have, you would have felt that we had better clarity on that and not had to wait for a Thursday to find out whether a play gets to play or not. So that just adds to that dynamic and that rivalry, particularly between Zorko and Took Miller but also those two clubs. So I look forward to the next time those two guys go head-to-head. Yeah, do we ever. So just quickly here, I mean, the MRO said no case to answer, obviously. There was no complaint initially to the AFL, and the original medical report was clear from Brisbane. So it all changed off the back of a radio interview up at SEN Queensland that uh, that Dane Zorko gave and the subsequent interview he conducted with the AFL. So, I mean, if you took Miller, do you have every right to feel, you know, ripped off? Uh, I think he has every right to feel that the way that he was treated is different to other incidents mm. that, you know, over, over the course of time, we rarely, if ever, hear another player sort of dob on another player or lag him in or continue post the final siren. So once again, I know those two have got, I'll call it a rich history because we sort of semi-enjoy it from the outside that we get these two guys that aren't shy and you know disliking each other. 
But I think Tuke Miller and the Gold Coast have every right to think, well, we went through the right process in regards to the MROs reviewed it. They've said nothing to see here. And then three days or four days post that, now we're answering further questions and find out that our captain misses out. So it is something unique about our game, Sam. And I was thinking about it last night. Does it ever cease to amaze us that something pops up that's highly unusual in Mm. AFL and you know, you wake up on a Friday morning and you get to talk about another topic that you probably haven't planned for a day before. Like, it, it just never ends, really. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much legislation we've got. You just can't cover everything. And you're right, it does. The game's got an unbelievable ability to throw up the, the unprecedented or the unusual in this case. But you make a good point on the player code, as it were. I mean, you would have lived the player code back in your playing days, whether you were, yeah. you know... It, you know, not you had the opportunity, I'm sure, to, to tip players in that you wouldn't have done it. I mean, is it still alive and well, the player code, or, or is it fading? I thought it was. Yeah. I, I thought it was, and I think you'll find now a little bit maybe more because of the medical reports that the clubs put forth that they're mm. not as um, generous with some of their wording. It used to be that you could semi-cover up a, a player's injury or how they responded, and a lot of it might have revolved around concussion, which is clearly needs to be documented more precisely now. But from a player's perspective, absolutely, you would talk about it, about an opposition player or um, an incident. But then when it came to actually going to the tribunal, your story was always different. Um, but what we're starting to see a little bit more now is players aren't protecting others like they once did. So is that the new world? Quite possibly. I don't know whether that makes it wrong or right. I just know that it's changed. Mm. Uh, you mentioned concussions. So Port Adelaide's handling of Aaliyah would appear far more clear-cut, wouldn't it? So Ken Inkley yesterday called it a big mistake, Dal. It was jarring, though, wasn't it, given the climate that we now live in? You're a coach these days. I'm sure you yeah. can put yourself in Kenny's position, and they are removed from it. But, geez, you're sitting at home on the couch. You can't believe he came back onto the field. Yeah, absolutely. And in, with our St Kilda AFLW team, unfortunately, we've had a handful of... Mm incidents in the last couple of years there where girls have missed um, you know, periods of time with football, some a little bit more serious than others, which is an ongoing conversation. But my initial thought, like probably everybody's, was, wow, how's Aaliyah physically able to get up and go again? Was it six and a half, seven odd minutes later? Um, I think we've got to the right point. It's just a shame that we've had to learn um, the right protocol once again off the back of, of a mistake. And it's really difficult to ever question medical advice because they are professionals in that space and everybody else isn't but that one felt like and looked like a shouldn't have and couldn't have gone back on the ground do you think it's inevitable and it has been discussed that we get to independent doctors on the bench on game days in the future well that's yeah is that the next stage because i know that the afl does have a head medical officer that oversees and i'm assuming would have written the letter to port Adelaide for a please explain um, we've had that experience with St Kilda's AFLW team once again, where we will consult with the AFL about the right protocol and the look of it and you know their medical advice as well. Is the next piece that we have a, a neutral medical doctor at every game mm. that actually gets to assess. The only risk within that or the complexity of that is you need to know the athlete. And I know that there is obviously a baseline when they do a HIA testing but I think a relationship with that athlete to understand how they speak, what's their natural awareness like, or are they naturally a little bit vaguer than some other people? I think that all sort of needs to come into account as well. But it's sort of, I think we'll get a feel of how serious the AFR, AFL are once again on whether they want to put that resource and say, hey, we're going to have our medical professional at every game to assess that. Mm. Tonight, your old mate, Minnie McQualter. So the Tigers are 6-3 and three under his coaching now. How's he, how's he faring, you reckon? 
I reckon he's going okay. I, I think he's going okay. He's um, uh, I know they got overrun last week and they came up against a really good team in the D's. But I think where Richmond's at, he couldn't have done a great deal different. I think he's probably only had one game, or Richmond's only had one game in that nine-week period where they weren't up to scratch. The rest of them, I think he's presented himself really well. And he's had some tactical moves that we've identified that we really like. Um, I think he's spoken brilliantly in post-match press conferences. He acknowledges the right people. Um, he's highly regarded, highly respected, and couldn't have done much more to this point. Mm. And uh, their three-game winning streak, uh, as you say, ended by Melbourne. But, gee, they got in front in the last. I thought they were going to go on with it too, the Tigers. So they've got the dogs tonight. Gee, they're under pressure, aren't they, Del? So they've they've lost their last, or three of their last four now. They blew it against GWS in, in Ballarat last week. So under the lid tonight, Marvel Stadium Friday night. How do, how do you actually see this one playing out? I'm, I'm brave to ask you that question, given we've just spent the last yeah. 10 minutes talking about how unpredictable the season is. Well, let's go with the results first. I think Tigers get it done. <laughs> um, I was in Ballarat last week, and and I've been thinking about the dogs, and I've covered them quite a lot throughout the course of the year. And on paper, you'd be really pleased with that 18 rolling out to start the game and the 22 or 23 that I have to play out the course of the game which then poses the question is, what's not working or what's not right? I think, and my basic assessment on them is they're so heavily reliant on four players, Norton, Mm. English, Libba and Bont. And what we saw on the weekend, Bont's first quarter was sensational. 13 disposals was absolutely brilliant. Cal Ward went to him for the next three. Now, Cal Ward didn't tag Marcus. He just was highly accountable to him. And Marcus has eight, seven or eight disposals for the remainder of the game. He had 19 at half time. So all of a sudden, Marcus, who's an absolute superstar and I think should win the Brownman, should be the All-Australian captain, is quiet. And the, the distribution of workload isn't there. And it, it drops away really quickly. It also helps Giants when uh, Toby Green just decides to be <laughs> Superman, kick three or four goals in the third quarter. Yep. Um, but I don't know where Luke Beveridge goes with this group from here because I can't see this group getting a lot better. Um, I thought they'd be better this year, but if this is who the Bulldogs are, then they're going to be somewhere where they are roughly now for the next you know couple of years. So I don't know how they progress this group or do they need to go backwards, restock and then launch again because you can't ask much more from those four guys that I mentioned. Mm. And I don't see where this next youthful growth is coming from, which will change the the fortunes for the dogs. So I think they're they're competitive and they will be again tonight, but I reckon the dogs get it done. All right. Um, just speaking, thinking about oh, who sorry, the tigers, tigers yeah, tigers. yeah, tigers, tigers get it done. Which, which, yeah, that would put all sorts of pressure on on Luke Beveridge and the dogs, given you know the the expectation coming into the season. Yeah, just who co- used to coach Richmond, obviously, Damien Howard. Did you ever sign a deal in Cinque Terre, um, Dale? <laughs> No, but I think you sent the precedence for anybody else that ever wants to sign a five-year deal that you quickly got to race to the other side of the world and then someone will come and meet you and you might be able to write it off as a tax deduction. Play hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, no, no. Unfortunately, I never had that leverage. Um, I was prepared to drive to other football clubs to see if they wanted to speak to me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, it, it's, a, it's an awesome story. I mean, in all honesty, the... The you know the Italian job as it's been dubbed yep. is an awesome story that you are chasing a coach to offer him a five year deal to offer him a lot of money and then hoping that he says yes and you can fly back home. Um, 
it's intriguing, isn't it? He's and played it. He's played it beautifully, Dimmer, hasn't he? Like all the success, yeah. obviously at Richmond, um, pulled the pin when the message he thought probably wasn't getting through. Has had a good yeah. break, and then potentially signs. We think it would be a shock if he didn't a five year deal to coach a, a new club up in uh, sunny Queensland on the other side of the world. Played it beautifully. Well played. Do you have any suspicion that you felt like some of this was bubbling away when he made the decision 10 or so weeks ago, Sammy? I think everyone would say yes to that question, to be honest. Hey, just a quick word on GWS before we let you go, Dell. I think it's seven in a row now. They get stronger. They bring Tom Green in. They bring Jesse Hogan in. And uh, they've got, uh, uh, well, I think the matchup that was formerly known as the Battle of the Bridge against uh, Sydney anyway coming up at, at home this weekend. What a story we're seeing from uh, GWS this year. They sit sixth on the ladder, and who would have forecast that happening at the start of the season? Yeah, and the Swans have sort of turned their fortunes as well. They sit in 10th, so it's going to be a ripping game. It always is. I think a lot of credit needs to go to Adam Kingsley and the whole play group. The amount of close losses that they had earlier on this year to stay the course, to stick fat, to just keep churning away and one thing we now know about the Giants, and let's hope it's who they are under Adam Kingsley forever, is they do not go away. They do not give up. They were down by 29-odd points on the weekend. In Ballarat, it was you know, cold and it was windy, and they just find a way. So really, I don't support the Giants, but I'm proud of the way they go about their football. It's awesome to watch, and led by Toby Green and a handful of others, uh, they deserve to be in sixth position right now. I think they've won five of six in games decided by seven points or less. And we did laugh at them when they were separating brown rice from white rice over the preseason. But they <laughs> might be onto something, Dell. Hey, appreciate it, mate. Great to talk to you as always. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Yeah, you too. Always welcome. Nick Del Sano there setting us up for round 21. Starts night. Looking forward to this one too. Richmond and the Western Bulldogs. Playing for keeps now. Every match means something. A break, a final one. And we're going to touch base with Dwayne Russell ahead of uh, Midday Madness on the other side of this.